0: Hi, Elizabeth Dawson here. Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money this week. Uh, We want to talk a little bit about hidden costs in retirement. So what do those maybe look like? Um, Health insurance is a big factor and so is long-term care. We also think that Medicare is going to take care of some of those things for us but it's very limited about what they'll actually take care of. So Forbes came out with an article last June in 2018, and it talked about the average cost of a 70-year-old until death about what it's costing that individual today, and it's about $120,000. So you can imagine with inflation over time that it's going to get more and more expensive the longer that we live. Consider these topics because this is what you should be factoring in your financial plan or your written retirement financial plan in retirement because healthcare long-term care, critical care, skilled nursing care, all those things need to be taken into consideration. And each and every year, you can be guaranteed that Medicare is going to have some changes in it. So you need to be adaptable. Right now, we are just on the midst of uh, the Medicare open enrollment, which will be over in December. So think about these things as you're planning, if you're in that age group, that you really want to have a broker explain to you the differences and give you options, A, B, C, D, E, F, G and know what those supplements are that can actually bridge the gap in the coverage that you don't have. So again, we want to consider this because if we know we need to have 120,000 plus inflation, depending on how much time it takes us to get to age 70, we need to have a bucket of money that's just you know, positioned individually for those expenses. Because if you choose not to have any of these insurances that are available out there like long-term care that encompasses all these different things, then you need to have your own plan. If you choose to self-insure, great, but you need to have a plan so that your loved ones know how to take care of you. And don't think that the government's just going to come in because that's a plan for failure. If you have nothing left, that's the only time that the government's going to come in and help you for those long-term care facilities or hospice or uh, any of those items that you think that you are going to be covered on, but you're maybe not. So create a plan, start to save those dollars, don't have any lost opportunity costs, and think about this as part of your financial planning for retirement. Stay tuned. We have a great guest to come. He's a young entrepreneur, and he's very driven, very excited, so I can't wait for him to be introduced. Welcome back to the show, Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson. We have a great guest on the show today, Akshay Patel. I'm going to let him tell you his story and where he has created his successes in his life at this point. So, welcome to the show. Yeah. I know you go by AK, so whatever you prefer, we'll go back and forth. Uh Nice to meet you. AK works. Nice to meet you too. good. I'm a
1: real estate lender, right? So, mortgages and everything like that, that's exactly what I do. I did that when I was in college full time. And so I, met a, I had a mentor in college and then ended up kind of like really loving that industry mm-hmm. a little bit, even though sure. you don't necessarily have to have a college degree to do that. Right. I think college was more of like a maturity thing for me. I really kind of like buckled down. I was focused in college, mm-hmm. and I was working full-time while I was going to college full-time. Okay. And then, uh, you know, once I graduated, I came down here, started my business, All right. and it kind of flourished pretty so quickly. So tell me about
0: your business now. Where have you built it to? How many years has it been?
1: So it's been a it's been two and a half years that I've actually been doing okay. it. Okay. Uh, but now I have you know four employees that work for just me. Okay. Uh, we do probably close to eighty to ninety million dollars uh, in production a year, which wow. is uh, pretty good. My I wanted to do a hundred million this year, but mm-hmm. we're just gonna blast past that and do hundred and fifty next year. Okay. Um, and then so. You know, that's kind of been, we kind of grew like a really good team and, and we kind of do things a little bit differently. It's more mm-hmm. fun, mm-hmm. you know, and so like I wake up in the morning, I'm like super excited to get to work <laughs> and then get, get my get my stuff done and then Yeah, that's the secret to life when you love what you do. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so two and a half years you've been in the industry. You did it when you were going through college. Oh, I was, oh.
1: Uh, two and a half years I've been here. Oh, here uh, in San Diego? And, and producing, like okay. originating the loans okay. and everything like that. Um, beforehand, I was just learning underneath somebody okay. for okay. three and a half years. So,
0: what gave you the courage to go out on your own and create your own business in this industry?
1: I think learning for three years mm-hmm. full time, and you know, like uh, with my mentor, I probably did close to like five hundred, like four hundred fifty, five hundred loans okay. underneath him. Okay. Um, and so, like, I kind of got like a, I kind of saw the good, the bad, the ugly, the ugliest. <laughs> You know, and so I was just like, "Oh, look, I've I've done it before. I can do it here." Sure. You know, and I was sure. just doing it a little bit differently.
0: Well, you were invited to go through a coaching program too. Do you want to let the audience know what that's all about?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I personally was getting coached um, by Tom, but by a Tom Ferry uh, coach, okay. which uh, he's the number one real estate coach in in uh, in the world. Okay. You know. And so one of my coaches was one of his, mm-hmm. and we kind of saw the progress and everything like that. They saw my volume go up, they saw me making all the right moves, I was attending all the events, all that kind of good stuff. And then uh, they invited me act- to be a coach. Okay. You know, okay. And that's like a whole other income stream sure I,
0: I know you when we were talking before you said you have you know clients all over the country through yeah. through, um, through this coaching program so yeah. so tell me a little bit about that because I think that's something you're really excited about right now
1: yeah 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 it's it's awesome I get to actually like talk, mm-hmm. talk to everyone uh, once a week 30 minutes and then I'm just kinda like invested in their business okay. and it's fun because it was challenging for me to pull away from my business and but still work the exact same amount of hours you know wow. mm-hmm. so it's like 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'm working on coaching okay and then you know nine to nine I'm working on the business
0: Wow so you are really driven right now
1: I I'm what, That's all I do
0: okay so what are your big goals what are your big goals since you've been basically in business for yourself for two and a half years you mm-hmm. were in the industry for about three years prior to that to kind of get yeah. your your feet wet your experience on and now you've got this great courage because you're out there doing it You've got four employees you're, yeah you're making it happen and now you're actually trying to help make it happen for other people so what's that next big goal that you have
1: uh so i'm actually they invited me to do speaker training okay. with tom ferry so i'm going to be training to become one of those speakers that go uh travel regional, like travel yeah anywhere and so i want to do that i want to be invited to speak at more events and stuff like that because okay. i feel like i i feel like not a lot of people know about mortgages they think it's kind of boring <laughs> but i know it's like it's super fun to me sure. you know and i feel like a lot of people can be successful in it if they just have the right uh What's what's the word? If they just have the right information. Sure. You know? Sure. And and someone that doesn't it's isn't like in a suit with a tie and, and just kind of, you know, boring talking, you know, like the, like what people picture mortgage lenders to be, right? It's okay. just obviously it's not that. Okay. You know? And yeah. so there's like there's like a whole so other So you have world. a totally
0: different personality for the mortgage side of, yeah. of doing the business. Yeah, it's like a whole other world. So when people come to you, what are their biggest concerns? Is it about fees? Is it about, you know, hidden costs that they don't know, how well of an educator you are?
1: So uh, a lot of the time they just wonder, you know, what's the interest rate? Okay. And they're like, if you can beat this one, then, then do it. And I'm usually the guy that's like, look, I might not have the best, best interest rate. I usually do. Mm-hmm. But I, I go with, uh, I'm going to actually save you money down the line because I'm going to show you kind of what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, give you a few different options instead of just giving you one and saying like, go and take it. So
0: I have a little question since this is yeah. a money show. Yeah. And you're saying that you help people save money. Yeah. Are you really helping them save money by taking them to the next level of saying, "Okay, you've refinanced, you've gotten into this home, you're now in your in your happy place. Yeah. Now you're saving $800 a month. Mm-hmm.
1: So, are they really saving it? So, are so, you helping them encourage it? Yeah, yeah. So I, I either do one or two things. There there's a program that I use, and it it has a reinvestment strategy inside of it. Okay. And so when you save money versus what their current situation is, say they save $280. A month okay and we take that and I'll say like hey if we put it into this account mm-hmm. it's gonna grow at this percentage or, or something like, along those lines right when people pull cash out sure right or I go along the lines of like if you put that $280 straight back into your mortgage again you're gonna pay off a lot sooner you're gonna pay less interest Okay. so even though your interest rate is at where it's at mm-hmm. the amount that you're paying is gonna be drastically reduced because you're paying more try to month. get that
0: house paid off sooner or build more equity. exactly okay and since this is a money show ways to love your money i'm in the financial services industry we're always looking for people that actually encourage you know, especially in a transaction like this, to save that money. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it's paying down your mortgage or putting it in a liquid position so that you have enough money to be able to pay off that mortgage all with one check, yeah. that would be our motivation to kind of have that conversation with people that are in your world. Right. Now, from a coaching standpoint, where are your biggest successes coming from? Like when you're coaching some of these people that need those systems and procedures, what, what has been your biggest success that you've seen one of your people grow as an educator? Time
1: blocking. Okay. You know, just having having the ability to say that this time to this time is when I'm gonna be working on a certain okay. uh thing. Sure. You know? And then like that, like for them, it's like, all right, well now I don't have to worry about I'm gonna to go to my email over here and I'm gonna answer my phone over this this way, or maybe sure. I'll just go take a break or take a walk or something. Mm-hmm. You know? It's more like this is what I'm doing, there's and a purpose not, exactly and a
0: schedule to everything that exactly. you're doing. And then that's Well, that's like, what creates very successful people.
1: And and you know, a lot of my clients are like, I feel like I'm just you know i uh, i'm everywhere all the time and i'm just like well let's see your schedule and they have nothing in their schedule oh i'm like all right well no structure that's because you don't know what you're going to do and <laughs> well, when you wake up in the morning you just it's your your life is in disarray just because mm-hmm. you don't know you don't know what you're going to do mm-hmm. so you know setting up a schedule setting up time blocking all that kind of stuff the things that they should be doing yeah. you know
0: kind of like hey you do your coaching from 5am to 9am right Yeah,
1: exactly. and then you do your
0: work from 9 to 9pm 9 exactly so do you have a life outside of work yeah Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're worried about you there for a little bit. Uh,
1: all yesterday, watching football with my brother and my dog.
0: That's great. Uh, and... So, is there anything that you would want to tell people that when maybe you're going to school with them, maybe a little bit younger than you are right now, to give them that same type of passion about whatever they want to believe in that they're going to do? Is there anything that you would tell yourself five years ago when you kind of started in this industry to to focus on harder, uh, dream bigger, uh, you know, experience more things that you maybe didn't get a chance to, or or, you know, what would you tell that five-year-old person years ago? You know, what would you do? What would you actually pull from them to give them a better start?
1: Um, everything's going to change mm-hmm. uh, when you, and whether you want it to or not, everything changes, you know? And I think a lot of people that are younger, they're they're pretty much just set on that's what life is, you know? Yeah. And if they kind of understand that everything changes, then they get to enjoy what they're what they're doing at that time, right? So, mm-hmm. like, you can enjoy going out to vegas with your friends and stuff like that when you're 21. You can enjoy going out to the bar, or going out to the games or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but once you once once business sets in and that's that's your that's going to be a big portion of your life, you can't go back to that. Mm-hmm. So like enjoying where you're at. Okay. I think that that's important. Okay. You know, I feel like that's exactly why I'm okay with just being working all the time. Mm-hmm. Cuz I lived a pretty awesome college life and everything like that when I was in college. Okay. You know, I still worked. Mm-hmm. But I kind of enjoyed my weekends a lot more. I enjoyed hanging out with my friends a lot more. Like, it was just like, like, and I look back and I don't really have any regrets, you know, sure. Sure. any regrets. Like, about, like, did I give this guy enough time or did I talk to this person? I feel like a lot of people, they just drop people mm. uh, when they start doing work. And it's like, it comes out of nowhere mm. instead of just, like, the focus s- changes. Yeah, yeah, the focus completely changes. And that's yeah. what I mean, like, everything changes.
0: So it's about being adaptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like so, friends. Yeah, friends
1: change. change, yeah. Crazy. I I think like uh, the the statistic is like every seven years, you basically are like a new person because like you just go through things. A lot of
0: things change every seven years. (laughs) That's a whole other show. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it's true. There is a lot of change in life and so you have to be welcoming and adaptable to change. Yeah. So are there any big goals that you still want to accomplish? Anything on your bucket list? Any fun facts about you that you want to share?
1: Bucket list. I oh so. Fun fact and bucket list at the same time, I actually do stand-up comedy. That's why I did uh, okay. when I was in college uh-huh. to kind of be like my release. I was working all the whole time, going to school and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I would do stand-up comedy inside at, at Fullerton. Okay. Um, like I, I didn't do it in, near my college at mm-hmm. all. I just went to Fullerton and then I just did it and I drove back. And uh-huh. uh, one thing that I want to do is I want to incorporate that into my everyday life. I'm doing like, stand-up a little bit more often. Okay. You know, I, I pulled away from it a little bit, but okay. um, bucket list would be to actually Do a show like open for someone that I look up to.
0: Wow, okay. Any kind of signature thing that you're known for? No. When you were going to Fullerton, no. Mm -mm. Just being you. No, just. Okay, and everybody just just laughed. You walked up and everybody just laughed. Just,
1: just (laughs) talked about stuff. Okay. That's it. (laughs) That's it. it.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank thank you so much. Uh, It's a breath of fresh air. We we have a young individual out here just really being successful out there. Uh, Think about these things when you're younger. Don't wait to start. Get your education get all the experiences that you want in life, and start to meld them all together. You know, the one thing that I always say is we've got to save those small saves, even if it's $50, even if it's $200, or even if it's 1000 because even if we're going through the process of restructuring debt of any kind, whether it's good debt or bad debt, you know, the kind of debt we're talking about is a good debt, uh, we want to restructure that debt, but we also want to save that money because if we don't, it just goes to something called a lost opportunity cost. If you want great opportunities for your future, don't lose the opportunity of not saving that money for your future. Again, stay tuned for more episodes to come next week. We'll be back. Bye-bye.